Forget frequently asked questions. Common sense. Common knowledge. Or Google. How about advice from a real genius? 95% of people in any profession are good enough to be qualified and licensed. 5% go above and beyond. They become very good at what they do. But only 0.1% are real geniuses. Richard Jacobs has made it his life's mission to find them for you. He hunts down and interviews geniuses in every field. Sleep science, cancer, stem cells, ketogenic diets, and more. Here come the geniuses. This is the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Before we begin, a note from our sponsor. I'm Richard Jacobs, Executive Director of the nonprofit Finding Genius Foundation and host of the Finding Genius Podcast. In late 2016, I was rear-ended at 65 miles an hour by a truck on the highway, which sent me off-road into a ditch. The impact of the collision gave me a concussion and other injuries. At the hospital, a CT scan showed that I had thyroid nodules, which turned out to be cancer. It was then, when I had a biopsy in my neck, that I realized, even if I was a millionaire, I wouldn't want a second or a third biopsy due to the pain and the invasiveness of it. And appointments at that time for thyroid experts were three to six months out. And I was worried about dying now, even if that was irrational. So because of this, I've decided to raise money to conduct a literature review on steroids, on the causes of anxiety and depression, a condition that affects well over 50 million people in the United States and hundreds of millions worldwide. Our goal is to create a codex, a guide, that reveals all possible treatments for anxiety and depression for people that live with the condition or for loved ones that have it, as my wife and my son do. To find out more about our fundraiser, visit FindingGeniusFoundation.org and click on Current Initiatives. And now, to our guest. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Finding Genius Podcast, now part of the Finding Genius Foundation. Quick note from us, the sponsor. Uh, if you go to FindingGeniusFoundation.org, we're working on a project about anxiety and depression. We're looking to collate about 5,000 sources of information about anxiety and depression. Our goal is to make a codex or a guide that shows every possible potential treatment for these conditions. So we need help to get there. If you want to visit FindingGeniusFoundation.org, uh, you can find out more about the project. And now on to my guest, Dr. Michael E. Platt. He's the author of a book called Adrenaline Dominance. And we're going to talk about bioidentical hormones, like likely mm-hmm. hormone therapy and adrenaline. So Mike, thanks for coming. Well, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, if you would, tell me a bit about your background. What what got you into the uh, into looking at adrenaline and hormone activity in the body? Well, I, uh, I, I first got interested in hormones when my mother died. Uh, she died of breast cancer at the age of 61. And right after she died, I realized that I had inherited her hormones. And, you know, people don't realize that men and women have the identical hormones, you know, different levels, but the same hormones. And I realized that she was low on progesterone and, and, and she had too much insulin because she had weight on just around the middle. And in any event, I, I started researching hormones and I learned as much as I could. And I, and then I, you know, I had the advantage of, of being able to sit down with patients and talk to them for one or two hours. And let me tell you something, you know, 90% of a diagnosis of a patient is just sitting down talking to them. And, and I learned a lot. And, and over the years, I, I sort of pieced together that people had a lot of the same symptoms and they all seemed to be related to excess adrenaline. And when I started approaching hormones and people's conditions from the standpoint of adrenaline, people got better. And, and they got rid of conditions that are actually felt to be incurable. And so over the, I, you know, I, eventually I wrote a book called Adrenaline Dominance. And just to give you an idea, it's the only book that has ever been written 
that talks about the clinical consequences of too much adrenaline. So, and we'll talk about adrenaline. You know, I, I find very interesting, you know, the, your little preamble, you know, you talked about anxiety and depression. And the only thing that causes anxiety is excess adrenaline. And when it comes to depression, there are basically two different types. You know, one type of depression is, is called a reactive depression. You know, somebody dies in the family or somebody loses a job or, or whatever. And, and so they react to that. But there's another type of depression called an endogenous depression, which comes from within. And the most common cause of an endogenous depression is internalization of anger. And let me tell you something. Adrenaline is the anger hormone. I mean, that's where road rage comes from. So you, you can actually eliminate that type of depression and eliminate anxiety just by controlling adrenaline. Tell me about adrenaline, though. Like, how did you first contemplate it? And, you know, how does adrenaline typically work in the body and how does it go wrong? Well, let, let me give you some examples of um, problems related to adrenaline so people can actually be aware if they had too much adrenaline. You know, you've heard of people that have cold hands and cold feet. You know, it's yep. always blamed on an underactive thyroid, but actually the only thing that causes that is adrenaline. Adrenaline is what's called a survival hormone. And as a survival hormone, it cuts off blood supply to areas of the body that are not needed for survival. And another area that it cuts off blood supply to are the intestines because they're not needed for survival. And that's where constipation comes from, which is now called irritable bowel syndrome. And it also cuts off blood supply to the salivary gland which can give people with chronic anxiety a dry mouth. But also what that means is that you, you really cannot do saliva tests. You know, when you're looking for hormones, that, that's how they came up with the misdiagnosis of adrenal fatigue. Adrenal fatigue is a condition that doesn't exist, but it's all based on, on getting a low cortisol level in saliva when they do saliva testing. If they did a blood test, they would find out the cortisol level is actually high because adrenaline creates stress and the body responds to stress by putting out cortisol. So people who have a lot of adrenaline, they'll carry a lot of tension in the back of their neck. And, and that can actually cause, it's probably the number one cause of tinnitus. And it's certainly the number one cause, if, if not the only cause of headaches. You know, some people complain of, of something called migraine headaches, but I can tell you unequivocally that 90% of people who think they have migraine headaches have a different type of headache called occipital neuritis. Uh, which comes from the occipital nerve sheath at the base of the skull. It causes excruciating headaches. The pain very often shoots right into the back of the eye. And it's the kind of headache where if you really understand that, you know, what this headache is all about, you can get, get rid of it within minutes and prevent it from ever coming back on. You mentioned uh, cortisol. Can you talk about the interplay between cortisol and adrenaline? Well, you know, they're, they're both, you know, they're both hormones. The um, cortisol, you know, they, they call cortisol a stress hormone, but actually uh, it doesn't cause stress. It, it's released by the body when people are under stress. Adrenaline is the stress hormone. And, but the thing about cortisol, you know, most people think of it, you know, that it, it causes weight gain and, and it does because it raises sugar levels and it's it very damaging to the immune system and it causes osteoporosis. It's not a happy hormone. And what's interesting is that adrenaline peaks at 2.30 in the morning. I'll ex explain why that happens. But the, the reason why the body puts out adrenaline is to raise sugar levels for the brain. And most people don't realize that the brain uses more sugar than any other tissue in the body. And anytime the body detects that the brain is running out of fuel, it just simply puts out adrenaline. So, and this happens around 2.30 in the morning because the brain runs out of fuel right about that time. And then when the body puts out adrenaline, it creates stress to the body, then the body puts out cortisol. So now there are two hormones that are being released early in the morning where people are lying in bed, both these hormones are raising sugar levels. And the whole thing about sugar is that it doesn't matter whether you're eating sugar or if the body is making sugar. If you don't burn it up, the body takes all that sugar and puts it into the fat cells 
to be stored as fat. It's, you know, I would say unequivocally, it's the number one cause of weight gain, and nobody ever talks about adrenaline as a cause of weight gain. Well, how much control does someone have over their adrenaline production? What can you do to mitigate it? Well, you know, if people understand why they're putting out adrenaline, they can very easily control it. You know, I, I mentioned that the body puts out adrenaline to raise sugar levels. So right away, what that tells you is that if people provide the right fuel to the brain, then the body doesn't have to use adrenaline to provide fuel to the brain. So the brain uses two different fuels. One is glucose. That's the type of sugar that it uses. And the best source of glucose come from, comes from vegetables. And then the other, um, the other fuel, which is probably even more important than glucose, are ketones. And, you know, people, you know, they, they have what they call a ketogenic diet, which I don't recommend because it's a very hard diet to accomplish. But you can get ketones directly from coconut oil or MCT oil, which comes from coconut oil. So if people are putting MCT or coconut oil into their meal plan and eating vegetables, they're providing all the fuel the brain the brain needs so it doesn't have to, you know, release adrenaline to raise sugar levels. And the only other thing that is needed for somebody to manage adrenaline is a hormone, a bioidentical hormone called progesterone in a strength of 5%. Now, 5% means that each, you know, each pump is equal to 50 milligrams and 50 milligrams is the exact strength you need to block adrenaline. And you can get a 5% strength over the counter without a prescription. So people, you know, who have problems related to excess adrenaline, and, you know, this is like insomnia, you know, the number one cause of insomnia is adrenaline. It's why people toss and turn. It's why people grind their teeth at night. It's why most people have to get up to urinate. You know, this is all adrenaline. And adrenaline, again, is an hormone. You know, that I mentioned road rage. You can actually get rid of road rage in 24 hours just by lowering adrenaline. You know, the only cause of anxiety, as I mentioned, is adrenaline. And there's a condition called fibromyalgia. There are 10 million people in this country with fibromyalgia. They've all been told there's no cure for it. And yet I, I tell people it's the easiest pain, you know, pain condition caused associated with pain that you can get rid of. Before we continue, I've been personally funding the Finding Genius podcast for four and a half years now, which has led to 2,700 plus interviews of clinicians, researchers, scientists, CEOs, and other amazing people who are working to advance science and improve our lives and our world. Even though this podcast gets 100,000 plus downloads a month, we need your help to reach hundreds of thousands more worldwide. Please visit FindingGeniusPodcast.com and click on Support Us. We have three levels of membership from 10 to $49 a month including perks such as the ability to see ahead in our interview calendar and ask questions of upcoming guests, transcripts of podcasts you're interested in, the ability to request specific topics or guests, and more. Visit FindingGeniusPodcast.com and click support us today. Now back to the show. You know, even colic in babies, you know, you know, some parents stay up all night with, with a baby that's crying from colic and you can actually get rid of colic in, in less than three minutes just by because that's also caused by adrenaline. And these are the babies, by the way, they do a lot of kicking in the womb because that's also adrenaline and women that vomit throughout their entire pregnancy is also adrenaline. And then, you, you know, I'm just saying there are so many conditions. Adrenaline yeah. sounds like, adrenaline production sounds like a very common response to a lot of stresses, a lot of different kinds kinds of stresses, like guess metabolic stress from diet, you know, stress from interactions with people, situations, et cetera, right? And I should tell you, because you probably fall in this category, creative people the most adrenaline. Just want to let you know that. Huh. Well, you may find you have trouble sleeping, may have some anger issues. Actually, yeah. You know, <laughs> a, about a month ago, I was feeling angry every day. 
And a friend of mine told me, he's also a naturopath. He, he gave me a supplement to help support the adrenals. And I started taking it a couple times a day and it did help. I haven't been mad. I just was mad for no reason. Naturopaths are the ones that do saliva tests. And he may have mentioned to you, he may have said that you have adrenal fatigue. Remember, that's a condition that doesn't exist. Adrenal fatigue is really adrenal dominant. Well, I said the, um, the doctor that I went to, he didn't say anything about adrenal fatigue, but oh, okay. he, he did seem to say that it seems like your adrenals are, I guess, overproducing or overworked and therefore they need support. So the adrenal support that he gave me seems to have gotten rid of the anger and I feel better. So that goes right along with what you were saying. Well, he, he had it. You know, well, he was close. He had a little bit opposite. You know, they're not fatigued. Anyway, you, adrenal glands are overactive, putting out adrenaline. But it's easy so, to so, Yeah. So what's, what's like a product? Have you developed a protocol for people that tend to have a lot of adrenal-based events? You know, how to reduce those and bring them back to, to normal? What, what, what would be a protocol that you figured out then? Well, you know, uh, well, the protocol is very simple. It's providing the right fuel to the brain. You know, uh, you've heard of ADHD. You know, there's probably over 100 million people in this country with ADHD, by the way. And in my book called Adrenaline Dominance, I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. And the only condition I put in the good section is ADHD. And, and the reason for that is that the most intelligent, successful, creative people in the world have ADHD. So how bad can it be? You know, it's not a learning disorder. It's an interest disorder. But ADHD is all about adrenaline. And adrenaline as a neurotransmitter makes the mind go very quickly. So if somebody is not interested in something, they will not focus on it. If they're interested, they will focus. So the whole thing about ADHD is not a learning disorder. It's an interest disorder. But once you lower adrenaline, and like I say, that can be done as quickly as 24 hours, you can actually get rid of ADHD in 24 hours. You can't cure it because it's all, it's all genetic and it's all about hormones, but you can control it just by controlling adrenaline. The, uh, this, you know, so there so is, a, is a protocol to have, let's say, MCT oil, you know, like a tablespoon or two well, if twice you, a day, or is it a whole diet change? That Well, it, it's a fuel change. In other words, if people have a problem with excess adrenaline, uh, the primary approach is to give the brain the fuel that it needs. And, you know, that's the vegetables, the coconut, the MCT oil. If people are interested, they can go to my website and I have um, a 30-day meal plan to lower adrenaline. And But it, it just gives, you know, ideas of how to eat correctly to, to lower adrenaline. And and we have, you know, the, the 5% progestin cream, which people do not need a prescription for. And then, and basically, you know, they, they can get rid of conditions that doctors say are incurable without having to see a doctor. What people may not appreciate about our medical system is that doctors are not trained with regard to the causation of illness. They, they, they're not trained to treat the cause of illness. And, and they get basically no training on hormones, even though hormones control everything in the body is controlled by hormones. And doctors get no training. In and you know, and so people wonder why they never get better. Well, this is the reason doctors are not trained to get people better. I'm not going to get on my soapbox about drug companies who control medicine, but, but let me put it like this. The entity that controls medicine has no interest in people being healthy. And, you know, and that's why the United States is on the bottom of the list of healthcare of all civilized countries. If you like this podcast, please click the link in the description to subscribe and review us on iTunes. We have the highest incidence of diabetes, strokes, cancer, heart disease, obesity, you name it. We're number one, including infant mortality. We're number one. So, so what, um, again, what, what would your recommendations look like to get someone out of adrenal dominance? Is it, again, a wholesale diet change? Is it just a periodic it's, supplementation? It's, no, what does it look just, like? 
it's just adding some vegetables. For example, you know, a perfect breakfast would be scrambled egg cooked in coconut oil and put on a bed of spinach. And that way they, they get the, uh, uh, the ketones from, from the coconut oil and the spinach gives them the ketone. A nice side dish with vegetables would be sweet potatoes, but instead of baking them, you slice them up and fry them in coconut oil. So, and, you know, and I, and if people have a lot of problems with sleeping and, you know, getting up at night and, grinding their teeth. I recommend they eat something right before they go to sleep so that the brain will have fuel. So, so the body won't be pouring out adrenaline while they're sleeping and some leftover vegetables or something with some coconut or MCT oil. You know, you may have heard of bulletproof coffee. Oh yeah. I've had it many times. It's good. Well, you know, that has the MCT oil in it. So, you know, so there's all sorts of ways of providing fuel to the brain. And then the only other thing they'll need, which will become their new best friend, is that 5% progesterone cream, which is incredibly safe. It is so safe, you can use it in newborns, like I say, to get rid of colic in three minutes. So people don't have to spend all night with a crying baby. And then you may have heard of bedwetting in children. And you only see bedwetting in creative type children, by the way, because they have the most adrenaline. And you can get rid of bedwetting in 24 hours and hit, instead of having them, you know, with it for years. You can get rid of ADHD in 24 hours. You can get rid of... Is the progesterone okay for boy, both boys and girls or only women? It's, it's, I'm glad you asked, you asked that because, you know, remember I mentioned right at the beginning that men and women have the identical hormones. So... Progesterone is not a woman's hormone. Men and women have the exact uh, same hormones. The only problem is that men stop making progesterone right around the age of 50. It's gone. And right after the age of 50 is when men start putting on weight around the middle because they, uh, they no longer have progesterone to protect them from insulin. And they start getting prostate cancer because they have nothing to protect them from estrogen. And men wind up with higher levels of est estrogen, which people think of as a woman's hormone, that men have higher levels of estrogen after the antropause than women do. And, you know, estrogen causes six different cancers in women. So, you know, it's not up to any good in men. You know, again, that's what I'm saying about hormones is that they control everything. And you can't get somebody well without knowing about hormones uh, and adjusting them accordingly. You know, look at all the people with an underactive thyroid. Look at all the people that are on, on cholesterol-lowering drugs, you know, statin drugs. You know, aside from the brain damage and the memory loss and, and the permanent nerve damage and the irreversible kidney failure and the heart damage and sudden death, they do nothing to prevent heart attacks. And people don't realize this. 75% of people that have heart attacks have it with a low cholesterol. And people with the highest cholesterol levels have the greatest longevity. You know, I'm, I'm just saying people are not aware of what our medical system is all about. And, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to depress your listeners, but I'm just saying that, that they really have to be, start becoming proactive and not rely on a medical system that has no interest in their being healthy. The, um, so the, the thing about the thyroid controls cholesterol metabolism. So in fact, when I did my training, they used to call cholesterol the poor man's thyroid test. And, and yet doctors never talk about putting somebody on thyroid to lower their cholesterol. Why not? Yeah, I've never heard of that. That's interesting. So if someone has low thyroid activity and you give them some thyroid hormone to supplement them, that'll also pull down the cholesterol? Like why? It'll pull down the cholesterol better than a statin drug will. And well, why will it do that? What's the mechanism by which it does it? Well, because the thyroid controls cholesterol metabolism. In, in other words, okay. I cannot tell you the exact me mechanism, but I know that the thyroid controls it. The uh, And statin drugs have a 50% incidence of causing diabetes. So how healthy can they be? 
Well, I'm sure they, I, I've heard they're, they're not very effective at all. So, yeah, I understand. So ad- adrenaline is a very interesting hormone. And, you know, it's an important hormone because, you know, athletes need, need it. They, they couldn't perform what they, you know, their piece of athleticism without adrenaline. You know, people in law enforcement and people in the military rely on adrenaline. It's a fight or flight hormone. But people don't realize that we live in a, in a very stressful world nowadays. And adrenaline, you know, creates a lot of problems. But they're easy, like I say, they're very easy to fix. What what other uh, aspects of adrenaline have you learned about that are, you know, particular interest to you? Or what new things are well, people learning about adrenaline? Well, it's, it also causes things like restless leg syndrome. It causes um, PTSD. It causes bipolar disorders. The It causes addiction. You know, people get in, involved with drugs and alcohol just to relax. And, you know, and people get involved with drugs and alcohol and then they go into detox, but there's not a detox center in the country that deals with the reason why people go into get addicted in the first place. You know, people go to anger management class, you know, they get stopped for, you know, reckless driving or whatever. And, um, but anger management classes do nothing about why people have anger issues. And yet you can get, mm-hmm. like I said, you can get rid of road rage in 24 hours just by lowering adrenaline, you know, and then women have a condition called PMDD, which you probably never heard of it, premenstrual dysphoric disorder, very severe type of uh, PMS. It's found in 8% of women that are menstruating. And again, it's a condition that they say there's no cure for it. They don't know what causes it, but it's caused by adrenaline. And and these are the women that for 10 days out of 10 days out of the month, nobody can live with them. They have severe anger issues and severe mood swing. And it's all caused by excess adrenaline. You know, medicine is a passion for me. It really is. And 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 getting people well, you have no idea. It's very rewarding to get people well. You know, I, I don't know if you ever heard the term overactive bladder. Yeah. You know, or a shy and, bladder, that kind of stuff. And so so a lot of women are getting Botox injections in their bladder, you know, which means after the next three months, they have to catheterize themselves. But an overactive bladder is only caused by adrenaline. And then you have women that, that you know, they lose urine on the running to the bathroom. They call that ur- urgency incontinence, which is also adrenaline. And you can get rid of um, an overactive bladder again in 24 hours just by lowering adrenaline. Is there also a mental component? Like, do you recognize, do you recommend that some people also include either meditation or mindfulness or something mental that will help them not produce the adrenaline as much? Well, you know, they have meditation, you, you know, but it's a, it's a band-aid, you know, wouldn't it be simpler just to reduce adrenaline by, by eating something rather than, you know, devoting, you know, meditation is always healthy, but I'm just saying it's a band-aid. Well, it would, but maybe, it would, I don't know, it might just be a nice adjunct for people if, you know, I don't know if they're not able to eat exactly as they should eat or to maybe further boost it or make it more effective or happen faster or more consistently. You're at, you're absolutely right. But, and what it comes down to is that whatever works. So people, when they, when they hear about adrenaline, they should realize it. it starts babies that have colic. A thing called the terrible twos is also caused by excess adrenaline. And then the bedding, bedwetting is adrenaline. And then you get ADHD and then, and, and children with ADHD always grow up to be adults with ADHD. It doesn't go away. But, and, but let me tell you about creative people. Remember, I, I mentioned to you that they have, you know, that they have the most adrenaline. Creative people are very, you know, a, a person will know that they're creative, if you will. If the creative people are very intuitive about other people, they can pick up good energy and bad energy from them. Uh, they have premonitions and deja vu type feelings. They'll always notice that animals will be very attracted to them because, <laughs> and, and the reason for that is that animals can pick up on their energy that, you know, that, that adrenaline creates. This is how dog whispers and horse whispers operate. And this is how psychics and clairvoyants, how they operate too. 
And it's, it's all due to excess adrenaline, you know, and if people are interested in what I'm saying, like I say, you know, my book is called Adrenaline Dominance, and, and it is the only book ever written that talks about adrenaline. I have a quick question here for men that, you know, experience low testosterone. Does that put them into the mode where they're relying on adrenaline to get them through because testosterone is low? Is there any relevance there? It's an interesting question. You, you know, most men, you know, will eventually wind up with low testosterone level. And, and testosterone is a very important hormone for men, especially from the standpoint of the heart. And it's also an incredibly important hormone for women. And, you know, the, the number one cause of death in women are, are heart attacks. And I think that the reason for this is that, that once they go through the menopause, they stop making testosterone. Men don't stop making testosterone. The, the, the level goes down, but they don't stop making it. But heart attacks occur as a cause of death in women six times more commonly than any other cause of death. In men, it's 50-50 between cancer and heart disease. But the, um, so, you know, you can't build muscle without testosterone and it's great for the heart. It, and with men, it gives them the, what's called the veins. And, you know, so again, it, it's an important hormone for men and it can give men energy. I, you know, I had a fellow, he was in his seventies and he, he used to be a runner and, um, and he stopped running. But once he got on testosterone, he started running like 10 miles a day, you know? So, so yeah, it does give men energy. There's no question. But I think men should realize that the primary a symptom of not of, of being low in testosterone is uh, the fact that they no longer have morning erection. And that's important because, you know, you can't go by blood tests because blood tests go up and down all, all the time. And, you know, and so I always prefer telling people that I, that I treat people rather than lab tests. I look at lab tests, but I treat people because you can never go wrong treating a person, but you can go off the wrong treating, treating a, a lab test. And you, you don't want to get started on testosterone when you don't need it because a lot of it will convert into estrogen. And, you know, that's oh, what, so what, what, what would be a cause for low testosterone in, let's say, a, a man in his you well, know, it, 40s or 50s? For instance? Well, again, if you talk about lab tests, it could be that the, the lab tests are done at the wrong time because, you know, hormone level, you know, hormones come out at different different times. So but age you know, as time goes on, you know, testosterone levels do go down. So that's the main thing that will actually lower testosterone level. But like I say, you can gauge by morning erections, whether or not you still have enough testosterone. And then if you get treated with testosterone, then again, the way to gauge it is by morning erections. And then so if you start getting the morning erections, then you if you're getting a cream, then you cut back to like once a day or every other day, instead of twice a day or and if the injections, instead of every two weeks, take it every three weeks. In other words, there's a way of gauging for yourself. You don't want to get too much testosterone. Like you don't want to get too much of any hormone. The only hormone that won't hurt you is progesterone. You you, you can't overdose on it. You could use it 30 times a day. You're not going to overdose on it. It's a very well, that's good because as, as a man, I would be worried about taking it. But you're saying don't be worried. As long as it's in a well, it's not. Schedule. It's not a woman's hormone. Men and women have the identical hormones. It's not a sex hormone. Uh, it's not going to, you know, create breasts. If you want breasts, you need a different hormone. No, I mean just as part of normal function, normal healthy functioning. It sounds like I guess you. Well, you know, it, you can't now, go wrong with progesterone in certain circumstances, right? Well, keep in mind that progesterone not only blocks adrenaline, it also blocks insulin. So it prevents people from getting sleepy in the afternoon. It'll prevent people from getting sleepy when they're driving. And it also blocks estrogen. So like I say, it prevents prostate cancer. But in women, it prevents, you know, breast cancer and it prevents fibroids and endometriosis. You know, unfortunately, you know, gynecologists never put women on progesterone. And when they do, they put women on an oral progesterone, which converts into a different hormone called allopregnadolone. 
so when it comes to progesterone, you know, stick with the creams. Don't, don't, nothing oral. Just want to let you know that. So, so, you know, the only thing I'm trying to convey is that it's not hard to get people well if you treat the reason why they're not. And, and one of the major reasons that nobody ever talks about why people are not well is adrenaline. You know, that's the number one reason why people can't sleep. And it's an anger hormone. It's a rage hormone. It's where, you know, it causes bipolar disorders and, and ADHD and depression and anxiety. So I just want people to understand that it's not hard to get people well. That's all. Okay, very good. So what, what's the best way for people to find out more about your work? Where can they get your book or books? Where should they go? Well, uh, they, uh, if they go to my website, which is uh, platwellness.com, P-L-A-T-T, platwellness.com, uh, they can find the books on there. They can find the books on Amazon. And they can certainly get my cream on my website. It'll be less expensive than Amazon, actually. Um, oh, what, what is the cream? What's in it? The progesterone well, it, cream? Yeah, okay. yeah, we have two different types of progesterone cream. Uh, one that has oil of lavender and the other one doesn't. Otherwise, they're exactly the same. And they, they can't go wrong with either one of those. So platwellness.com. And also, I'm very easy to get hold of. If, if they um, call, call my office number, it'll usually go straight through to my cell phone if they have any questions. And I have no problem talking to people. Okay. Yeah, very good. Well, Dr. Platt, thank you for coming on the podcast. And I really appreciate your insights. They're different from pretty much anyone I've heard. So thank you. And please remember what I said about anxiety and depression caused by adrenaline. Yeah, no, I definitely want to incorporate that. So yeah, thank you. If you like this podcast, please click the link in the description to subscribe and review us on iTunes. You've been listening to the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. If you like what you hear, be sure to review and subscribe to the Finding Genius Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And want to be smarter than everybody else? Become a premium member at FindingGeniusPodcast.com. This podcast is for information only. No advice of any kind is being given. Any action you take or don't take as a result of listening is your sole responsibility. Consult professionals when advice is needed.